Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This is episode 71, Change What You Can, Accept the Rest. Happiness comes from both doing better in some ways, as well as accepting that other things won't change. Being clear about our values makes it easier to find this balance. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. Cool. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. I recently attended a training on a school of therapy called Acceptance and Commitment Therapy, or ACT as it's abbreviated. I really like it, by which I mean that I agree with many of the principles of ACT. ACT is based on two main principles. Number one, acceptance of the world as it is, rather than how we wish it was. And two, commitment to living a life that is consistent with our values. There's something of a contradiction in that, but it makes sense when you think about it and is really applicable to ADHD. I swear if I had the time to write another book for clinicians, it would be Act for ADHD. But since I don't have that much time, I'll do a 10-minute podcast instead, and I'll just have to accept that. One of my guiding principles in working with clients, as well as in my writing and presenting, has been change what you can, accept the rest. This applies to all my clients, not just the folks with ADHD. It's also how I try to live my own life. Emphasis on try. Change what you can means to do the very best you can in life. Push yourself to do the right thing at the right time. Take responsibility when you drop the ball. Try to figure out what happened when something blows up, and then try to do it differently next time. If your ADHD is interfering with doing what you need to do, then get on top of it. Find a therapist and or coach who can work with you. If they're not helpful enough, find another one who will be. If you take meds that aren't working, then try something else. You can't choose to have ADHD, but you can choose to do something about it. We can't guarantee the outcomes of our efforts, but we can choose how much effort we put into it. The world won't always cooperate, and sometimes luck will cut against you, but if you consistently apply yourself, things will tend to work out well, at least overall. So that's the change what you can part. That's the part that's that's usually talked about most in all the books and presentations on ADHD, whether it's something on meds or the top 47 tips to organize your sock drawer. That stuff is important, and I've certainly dished out my share of those kind of strategies because the hard reality is that people expect you to get the job done, whether you have ADHD or not. You need to be a functional employee, romantic partner, friend, whatever. Not perfect, but pretty good. The problem with focusing too much on the change what you can part is that it ignores the equally important accept the rest part. The sad reality for all of us is that we will never have a perfect life. 
None of us will be able to make it through even one day where we make no mistakes, where we couldn't have done at least something better. And if you do somehow manage to have that kind of a life, how interesting and challenging could it possibly be? It's like learning to ski but never leaving the bunny slope. It's great that you never fall down, but is it any fun? So acceptance comes in when improvement runs dry. If you have ADHD, you'll have your ADHD moments. You'll have those also, actually, if you don't have ADHD, just probably not as often. But anyway, you won't be happy about those ADHD moments, but acceptance doesn't ask you to be happy about them. It just asks you to accept them without beating yourself up or stubbornly holding on to an idea that things should be different, that somehow you should be able to never have those moments. For most folks with ADHD, it's this effect on self-esteem that is most painful. After a lifetime of feeling like they get more than their fair share of grief from other people, which they do, they can see themselves as defective or flawed and destined to always be a screw-up. Some of these folks will blame themselves and be depressed about it. Others will blame the world and be angry and defensive about it. And most folks will vacillate between the two. So the goal is to be able to rebound quickly from mistakes rather than waste a bunch of time feeling bad about yourself or defensive or minimize the situation or whatever. This is the acceptance part, accepting that you will make mistakes more often than you want without getting caught up in wishing that it would be different. You will do your best to do a good job on things, but sometimes a mistake will slip by. It happens. Making mistakes is mandatory. Feeling bad about it is optional. Well, okay, it's not really optional. Feeling bad will happen. But feeling bad about feeling bad is optional. In other words, accept that you're going to make mistakes and you're going to feel bad about it and you're going to be frustrated. But to just kind of leave it at that, to not make more of it, to not beat up on yourself for feeling bad, that if you can tolerate that negative feeling, it will pass and it'll pass more quickly than if you get all twisted up about having that negative feeling in the first place. Now, this brings up a related point, which is how other people might react to your ADHD moments. The decent thing is to be aware of how your actions affect other people, to understand how others might misconstrue your intentions when they misinterpret your actions. When you do something that upsets someone, acknowledge what you did and apologize for the effect on them. But there's a limit to this. So it's not your job to ensure the happiness of everyone around you. That's an impossible job anyway. Some people won't be happy no matter what you do. Some people just won't be able to understand how your ADHD interferes with your ability to be consistent and to make your intentions and actions line up. They'll try to make this out to be your problem, that you need to be perfect in your actions in order for them to be happy with you. Do not fall into this trap. It is your job to try to be a decent person who is generally sensitive to other people's feelings, but that doesn't mean that you have to do circus tricks to please everyone. There comes a point where the other person needs to take some responsibility for making it into a better situation. That is, if they feel unhappy that you interrupt them, or whatever, 
there comes a point where, for the sake of their own happiness, they need to find a way to let that go. Or in other words, accept that sometimes they will be interrupted. I'm not saying they need to be un, that they need to be happy about being interrupted, but they can choose to be unhappy about it, but that's not likely to result in any less interrupting. So in that case, acceptance is really the better way to go. So it basically becomes a situation where there is indeed a problem in that you're interrupting this person, but that doesn't mean that you are the problem or that it's your job to fix it. Now, this doesn't mean that you can selfishly go through life with the, with the expectation that the world will bend around you. Nobody's that lucky. The goal is to find a midpoint where you're aware of other people, where you strive to live by certain values and make the world a better place, but where you know where to draw the line with some people in some situations. This can be a slippery midpoint to find. Sometimes you'll go too far one way and sometimes too far the other. That's okay. The real goal is the pursuit of that balance, not the achievement of it. Life is a constantly evolving process anyway, so whatever we figure out for today may change tomorrow. One of the things that ACT teaches us is to clarify our values and to use them to guide us as we navigate this complex, messy, confusing, frustrating world. What kind of a person do you like to think of yourself as? What kind of life would you like to live within the constraining realities of, of what's possible? For example, the presenter at the training I went to talked about one of his values is to be the best father possible. He'll never achieve it because he could always do something better, but that's something that he strives for and works towards. So this is more about effort than outcomes which is great because we have much more ability to control our efforts than we do to control the outcomes since other factors come into play to determine whether something works out or not. So focus on the effort. You'll be much happier with yourself and with life in general if you do. For more information about ACT, you can go to contextualpsychology.org. They have like a million free resources on there, so lots of good stuff. Also, if you're interested in hearing some longer presentations on acceptance you can, that I've done in the past, you can find them on the recordings page at adultadhdbook.com. Now, I'm really happy to announce that my publisher has almost completely sold out of the first printing of More Attention, Less Deficit, which is great because book sitting in warehouses don't really do anybody any good. So the publisher will soon be doing a second printing, and if everybody buys all those books, then I might make more than 12 cents an hour for all the time I spent writing the book. Yep, book writing is a great way to make money right up there with picking up empty soda cans off the street and selling them their aluminum recyclers. So if you've been holding off and buying more attention, less deficit, but really want a first printing copy, then you better, better get on that sooner rather than later. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.